Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Roastcast, the number one Bachelor Recap Podcast, hosted by a male and racial best friend duo. Uh, it was a good run for Bennett A.B., who's well-liked oh, for two weeks, week and a half at least. You jumping off the bandwagon that um, you were driving? I feel like I'm being pressured to jump off the bandwagon because no one <laughs> likes him anymore. He's out of the good graces of Bachelor Nation. Any goodwill he had is now squandered. But I would argue... Why? I just, I just get people want a, a happy season. So any villains are there's no room for them. I think. I don't excuse all the things he did. Of course not. But I enjoyed all the things he did. I, I'm a little bit with you. I have a positive spin zone for Bennett. Okay, but that's that was our cliffhanger this episode. Bennett and Noah in trouble in the principal's office. Before mm-hmm. we get started. First, big thanks to everyone who uh, purchased merch over Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Yes, thank you. We grew up in the days when Black Friday and Cyber Monday meant something. Okay, now they're basically no different. It's like they do it for a whole week. It's no it's big deal. It's the whole week. Yeah. Black Friday starts on like Monday and it goes through two Mondays from then. Could still be going on for all we know. <laughs> you used to have to go outside and wait outside yep. to get $8 off Family Guy DVDs. Not anymore. <laughs> Also, thank you, everyone, tagging us in their um, the Spotify year-end wrapped stories. First year they've Those done that cool for a podcast. Those are cool to see. A lot, very cool to see. Kind of surreal to see how many minutes. Yeah. That's a lot of... Some of those minute numbers can't be right. They just can't be. <laughs> <laughs> they just can't be. But we appreciate it. Uh, th- that's one of the great marketing things of all time from Spotify. Yeah, really is. Here are my top... Are you interested in my top four marketing plays of all time, AB? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't be more <laughs> interested. I knew you would be. I knew, you, I knew you'd like this. I'm a marketing major, Rim. These are all... I know that. These are all legit. I used to go sit in market, your marketing class that I wasn't taking. We would hang out and just absorb the knowledge. Very into marketing, yeah. <laughs> Number one, Method Hand Soap making their bottles pretty so people leave them on their counters and then you, your friends see them and they go, wow, what's that soap? I'm going to get that soap. Method hand soap, number one. Because okay. usually they leave it below the below yeah. the in the all right. Number two, Tom's shoes. Basically inventing the one for one charity model. You buy one, ah. we give one. Yeah, yeah. Did they start that? Okay. They that guy started it. He'll tell you all about it. He's been on Shark Tank. He'll He's on remind Shark Tank. you. <laughs> He'll remind you about it. Number three, Titty Boy changing his name to Two Chains was just such a brilliant <laughs> business move. Once you do that, you can be on TV. <laughs> 
before that he could people not be he's the same guy two chains was called two chains one of the most famous rappers in the world was Brilliant. a no name named yeah. titty boy you cannot An have that name. You can't have that. Two chains is brilliant. Boy on the radio. Grow no, up, two chains. No. Crazy. Grow up. And number four, Spotify's year-end rap list. Those are the four. Okay. Four of the greats. Those are good. That's, that's not a power ranking. So those are just four of the best. Four greats. Yeah. That's all. That's all I got. Announcements-wise, do you have anything? I don't think so. No. Let's get to the episode. Our first glimpse of JoJo finally arriving as pseudo host. First, she's got to check in with Taisha because Taisha's it's an overwhelming experience, she says, mm-hmm. so she needs some advice. One of these days, A.B., I think the show's going to let a real, one of the lead's actual friends be oh, the council. Oh, non-bachelor, bachelorette. That would be interesting to see rather than, well, this person was also a lead. You don't know yeah. her, <laughs> but here you go. Do you have anything on this convo? Uh, no, JoJo's just delightful and people forget that. Um, just, this is just two of the all time greats, great bachelorettes sitting together. I, I, I thought when I saw this rim, it reminded me of when, you know, remember that all-star game where it was Michael Jordan and Kobe playing together? It was old Michael Jordan, Kobe. That's what this reminds me of witnessing two of the greats. Wow, horrendous comparison for JoJo. That's tough to see. <laughs> Wizards, Michael Jordan. No, not, not Wizards. No, 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 not Wizards. Talking about Kobe's first Bulls. All-Star game. Yeah, yeah. Kobe's first All-Star game. Jordan was still in the Bulls. He's an MVP, I think, or maybe Karl Malone got it in one of the true travesties of the MVP awards well, in, any, in professional MVP sports, but don't get started on that. <laughs> Anyways, Jordan was still great. So, yeah. A couple lines from Tasha. She, she says she's falling from multiple people. Mm-hmm. I believe her, and it's the four in our power rankings from last week. It's those four. Those are the four that she's potentially falling for. All right, the fellas are waiting for the uh, the date card when Chris arrives. But he doesn't have the date card because he's, quote, going to step away for a few days and take his son to college. When I saw this AB over the summer, this story, I thought it was Chris being a maverick, leaving (laughs) without the show's permission, and then he comes back and they punish him. Like, you can't host for a few days because you left. I'm disappointed that's not the case. I thought no, just he, it was planned. I was disappointed. Yeah, I wanted him to be bad boy, but no. No. Yeah, no. Date card from Zach C. One thing to point out, Rim. The bubble, we've mentioned this a couple times. Chris Harrison saying he'll be back in a few days. That means well, yeah, the bubble, on. again, is being treated like it's not There's a big no deal. Bubble. There's no bubble. I want to say something about that. If you're, you not be- gonna, if you're not going to do a real bubble, just do a regular season. Yeah. <laughs> what are we here for then? Exactly. That's my question. What are we here for? And why? Do, if if I'm one of those guys, I wouldn't be Aren't happy about worried? what's been going on right now. <laughs> not not just worried about my health. I would I would be that, but I'd be upset that I went through the two uh, two week yeah. process, and I, now I'm going on all these dates where I'm seeing people that obviously did not go through that process, and now Chris Harrison's going to leave and come back and not go through that process. So what did I get tested for, and what did I get all this stuff for? It's almost like they pretend, you know, they they said they were going to do all this stuff just so they could get going, and now that it's rolling... Anything goes. Anything goes. What, are they going to shut us down? We're in the secret location. <laughs> yeah. no. uh, Zach gets the date card. I'm looking for a man who I can picture a future with. Obviously, you knew right away this was take photos in a wedding yeah. attire with the with the bachelor photographer. I forgot. Goes without saying. Franco Lacosta. Okay. 
Same guy from next season, and I think a see another season. I was then. wondering. He seemed familiar. He had a mustache, a show-stopping mustache, and during Nick's season, he is now on Bennett's side of the aisle where mustaches not mature men don't <laughs> yeah. have mustaches. What'd you think of this date, AB? Uh, I found it a little. There's just not a lot of it's. It's not fun enough for there to be no substance, which there is none. Do you know? Do you know what I mean by that? <sighs> Yeah, I know what you're saying. I thought this was a little awkward between these two. They, did, I, it wasn't as fun. Zach, I don't. Zach's not the fun guy. No, he's not. So you shouldn't bring him on this date, really. They had to convince themselves that laughing was okay at one point. The music was really somber was, for some it, reason. I it was, was tense. It was weird. I thought the whole vibe between them made me think they aren't a good match. Even Whoa. I'm gonna go so far as that. You don't. I mean, that was just a fleeting moment that you thought that. Uh, no, it lasted throughout the day. Oh, yeah. Hey. Taisha was worried about revealing to him that he's, that she's been married before. Mm -hmm. This isn't the first time she's worn a wedding dress. There was a big, Zach was making a big deal about that, taking it seriously, all that. When she did reveal it to him, he's like, yeah, I have been too. And then that was, that was that. So I'm starting to wonder why doesn't she just kind of announce that at a group date or something? Because it's not a, it's not a secret that is being... She's only told Brendan and now Zach, but she also talked about it on TV before. It's almost too late now. It's like, yeah. when it, when's the right time? It, it, there's, it'd just be awkward if she brought it up on a group date, I feel I like. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you handle it. For I me. don't either. It'll just be individually, I think. Yeah. Anyway, overall, the date, I think they only, these things only occur so they can get B-roll of two people in wedding attire yeah, to show on course. a preview. That's it. I didn't I didn't enjoy this date really. I thought there was something off between the two of them uh communication wise. It might have just been nerves and Tasha in her head about the marriage part, but I don't know. There was that moment too after she revealed it when he was being I don't I, I didn't catch what, how he was being weird, but she was like, What's what's wrong? And then he was like, Nothing and then they kissed. So maybe you're right. It was just off. Well he this are you talking about when they're talking? Yeah, sitting on the blanket. And he whispers to her. He, he goes, lean in close, lean in close. Yeah. I got something to, to break to you. <laughs> he didn't you say have, all that, did he? <laughs> it was something like that. I, I don't have it written down. But he goes, he goes, you have the type of breathtaking beauty that stops you or something. I don't know what he said it's exactly. Like you're, like, you're actually breathtaking. You have breathtaking beauty. So I'm going to occasionally, you know, be at a loss for words because of your beauty. Just a total line. Uh I li- I didn't I didn't hate it. There's yeah. a lot worse lines. This overall just fine. This date was fine. We spent too much yeah. time talking about it ourselves, and it went on too long <laughs> on the screen. Get to the the good stuff, and the good stuff was the nighttime. Tasha says basically, Zach, tell me your life story. So, Bachelor World that means what do you got? Well, so, it means get to the sob story. The Lay your cards sobs, on the table. <laughs> say, you know, pull here's it's time for the sob story card. It's kind of a, a trope in bachelor nation. We make fun of it, even though the stories themselves are often, you know, real serious situations. Zach doesn't have a Zach's sob story is not one singular event. It's basically his whole, literally his life story. And mm-hmm. I'm going to run through it. Great childhood, great family, graduated college, wasn't feeling well. Turns out he had a brain tumor. Damn. 
Normally, Almost a throwaway portion of his story somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Brain somehow tumor. I didn't I didn't remember that and even though I have it written down and you until you just said it. Yeah. A brain tumor. That's brain tumor is a throwaway part of his story. It's a jam-packed life story. Yeah. Brain tumor at twenty three years old. Throwaway part. Incredible. Had it removed the next day after they found it. That introduced him to some pain medication, prescription drugs, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Got married. I don't know when he got married, but made it seem like the day after that. That's, That's how rapid fire this yeah. was. Got married, noted she did nothing wrong. By that point, that was his quote. By that point, he was drinking, doing drugs, hanging out with sketchy people, got arrested, DUI, wife left him, spiraled for a few years. <laughs> You're Touch flying and go. through this. <laughs> it's, well, we got to get, there's a lot here. Touch and go, he said. There was times where he was hopeless and he wasn't sure if he was going to make it until tomorrow. And the the crescendo of the story was that he stole one of his dad's checks when he was at the bank. The teller called his dad. Thank goodness for that teller. Cause who knows how this ends if that's not the case and said, you got to come get this. Your son, he's in bed, presumably a small town or something. I was going to say that's some small town. Absolutely. Yeah. Stuff there where he, he, everyone knows each other. Cause yeah. obviously in a big city, they're just calling the cops and you're getting exactly taken to jail. And then after that, his dad came and got him rehab for four months and now happy ending he's on the board of that rehab facility there was a lot there maybe what you what do you think of this reveal from zach awesome that he shared it with her and i think she was very appreciative that he shared it as well not something you hear on the show a lot of times that no usually length usually the the stories are about other people yeah St- those type of events you know like deaths that you've experienced or you know, or family troubles and stuff like that. It's not usually them that are causing the family problems Yeah, that you see. I, I can't remember too many of these. That's, no, a, it's a that's an excellent point. It's a different perspective for sure. And a lot of times the stories they tell like this are, you wonder how impactful the story is on who the person is. Sure. At that moment, this is. I'm going to say this is pretty impactful. Why, <laughs> exactly. This yeah. is actually why, like Zach has his profession. He's at this where he's at now. This is why Zach is who he is. Totally. Yeah. And that I think is a valuable way to spend one-on-one daytime. Absolutely. Back at the house. Wait. One more yeah. thing about the yeah, conversation. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think Tasha did a great job, and I hate digging into Tasha here. Mm. Um. With the responses, and maybe they didn't show. Like at what at the end, she goes, "Well, damn, you had a wild ride." <laughs> it's like what? That's just kind of like that's your response. Kind of almost how we're approaching it, <laughs> yeah. but I think that's fair. They, pro- I probably didn't show it, but it's also just a whole lot of. It was a whole lot. Yeah, it was a good conversation. I would, I think if if it was someone I was trying to form a relationship with, I would have. A lot more questions yeah. about what they've just told me. They've opened. They've opened themselves up. Obviously, I wouldn't. They they aren't forced to answer any of my questions. But I've had. I'd have further questions just out of curiosity. Of course. And you also want to see the two people make the connection rather than one. Yeah. Drone on, not drone on, but you know, what I mean, it was a Zach monologue, and I'd. That was good, but we want to see the connection back at the house. want to mention you just heard the say by the bell music not uab the people listening if you're if you're a say by the bell fan 
and you've seen the trailer for the new Say by the Bell on Peacock, which is free, I highly recommend the reboot. I do. I don't know if you're. I don't even know if you liked Say by the Bell growing up. Who didn't like Saved by the Bell growing up, Rim? I don't know. I don't want to make any assumptions. Well, I don't know if you were a super fan, or I guess everybody absorbed it in some way. Everyone was a fan of Saved by the Bell. It's good. The first episode is wow, a triumph. It's so funny. It's not if you. (laughs) It's not just a straight. It's not a similar show at all. It's closer to New Girl. They poke a lot of fun at the old show. Without really? making you hate yourself for enjoying the old show, highly, highly wreck. It gets worse. Middle episodes not that great. You've watched the whole thing. It's still good. I watched the whole thing. There's only okay. ten episodes. It's I'll check good. it out. I'm very interested. It's it's funny. Bennett wants a one on one, but AB he just can't. He can't stay out of the drama. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder whose fault that is. He said, if Taisha has to spend a one-on-one with Noah, it'd be really sad for her that she has to have the worst night of her life. Just uh, completely unnecessary comments. The first of many from Ben, <laughs> yeah, I For think. no reason. Here's a group date card. Spencer, I remember Spencer? I do. He came in hot and has had no screen time since. None. Making no dent in this show. Two of the great calls you've made in recent history. Number one, in 2017, I said LaMelo Ball was the worst basketball player I've ever seen. And you go, no, Rim. <laughs> he's only talent. 15. He's only 15. You can't teach that height at that position. And now he's the number three overall pick in the NBA draft. I'd say you were right and I was wrong on that. He's okay. not the worst basketball player. <laughs> number two is saying that that one, that group, <laughs> yeah. that first impression date, Rose, was meaningless. Didn't and you mean were anything, dead right folks. About that. <laughs> Didn't mean anything. She had no time. She didn't even meet everybody. <laughs> that was a great call. Spencer. That being that being said, Rim, real quick about Spencer. We got time. I don't think he's done yet. I, he There might still be. He hasn't got any time yet. We don't know. We don't know. It's too late. We don't. I don't think it's too late. I still think there's always that person that comes out of nowhere. They get a middle of the season one-on-one out of nowhere and they skyrocket up into the i don't think our four that we pick and we're going to pick again i don't think those are going to be the someone's falling out and someone's coming in that we are not expecting it happens every year for the the hometowns for the hometowns yep someone's going to be there that we're not expecting right now and it still could be spencer that's all i'm saying maybe Spoiler You're alert. looking at me skeptical. Spoiler alert. Those are my four. It's the same four. Of course it's a different the four. How would you make... <laughs> Here's the thing about this episode. Nothing happened that would change anything to do with our power rankings because most of the no. stuff that happened was bad stuff happening to the people not in our rankings. Not exactly. The other thing I want to mention, if there's a dedicated Men Tell All episode, there's only three, ep- which I don't believe there will be, but if there is, there's only three episodes left of Tasha's season. So you really think Spencer's like, theoretically, hometowns should be in the normal timeline next week. Who says that there's only three episodes? There's only four weeks left in the month. Oh, because the next season starts. Holy cow. Next season starts January 4th. What are they going to do, Rim? (laughs) We got 10 people here. We got 10 people here. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? There's 11 people. There's going to be two rose ceremonies next week. There's got to be. You have to start cutting heads quick. (laughs) I know. I know. 
That's what I'm saying. There's only three episodes. Holy cow. I didn't think about the next season, but they're not going to run two seasons parallel. No. That's not happening. No. Come on. That's what, yeah. There it's are three, se- three episodes left. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Spencer has, Spencer's done. Get it out of your head. <laughs> Where are we? Wow. Did I did I name off the group date card? Spencer, Ivan, Ed, Blake, Brendan. It doesn't matter. But, Brendan. Everyone but easy. Okay. Back on the date. Tasha takes off a bunch of specific reasons mm-hmm. for why she likes Zach before offering him the rose. Not a not a bow chicka wow date, okay? But it was good TV. <laughs> <laughs> bow chicka wow date. Listen, this was another serious one on one date conversation. Because a conversation like this has never been had on the show mm-hmm. about this topic, maybe people are watching thinking, okay, I can come out of this too. Hopefully that's the case. Then they have a little Ferris wheel ride, kind of cute. I wish other people would have been able to see them from afar. That's the only thing missing from this segment was, yeah. oh my God, they're on a frigging Ferris wheel, dude. What are we going to do? <laughs> Any other final comments on Zach and Tate? Do you, what's your assessment connection wise? I think there is something missing with these two. I don't know what it is, but there's something missing there. Okay? And Physical it will attraction? be reflected in my power ranking. Stay tuned. Wow. Okay? That's, I mean, I can see that. I I think I disagree, but not strong enough to put up a fight about it. <laughs> so Great quote from Zach also here at this portion. He says, I shouldn't be sitting here. I believe in miracles. If I know that I'm a miracle, then who's to tell me that I can't come on TV in the middle of a national <laughs> pandemic and find love? No one can tell him, Rim. No, listen. Nobody can tell him that. You want Rim and AB to tell you that you can't find love it. in the national pandemic? Nope. We're not going to do it. We won't do it. That being said, something's <laughs> missing from their connection. Okay. I like that. Spe- I did giggle at that speech because speech. it was this big, it was this big rousing <laughs> yeah. thing. And it was like, I've achieved my, I can do anything. I'm on the bachelorette. And it's like, that's, that's your anything. I'm going, you know, I can find love. Yeah. That's not what he meant, of course, but it was a funny, it's in a the context. Yeah. yeah. Group date, daytime. Sad state of affairs, AB. Uh, when we see nude art models and the first assumption on everyone's mind is the contestants will oh, be forced to get we're naked. We're all going to have to get naked. Oh, man. Yeah. Viewers, too. They're like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Disrobe, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> Thankfully, that was not the case. Nope. Uh, and they were very relieved that they're just sketching naked people. Once, once you expect I'm getting naked, then looking at two naked strangers and sketching them. That's a piece. That's a oh, piece of cake. I'll do that all day. <laughs> yeah. Fine. At least it ain't me. Little moment early. Did you catch this AB with the chair? Of course I caught it. What do you think about what happened there? Bennett pulls a fantastic move. Tasha comes up. She, she announces where she's sitting. Bennett walks up to Noah, who has already chosen the seat. He, he was sitting down. He was, he was there. That was his seat that he had chosen. Tasha has a spot that she's supposed to be for cameras. I assume she's yeah, like, this, I, is, I, this is where I need seat. to sit guys. Sorry. Cause there are already people sitting there. Yeah. Happened to be Noah was sitting next to that seat. Bennett comes up. He says, I'm supposed to be here. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Bennett goes, or Noah said, you just made that up. It was total... <laughs> Can't be real. But then Noah gets up and leaves. Poor kid. D- just get, I mean, Hey, 
when a person 15 years older than you tells you, you have to, to do, do something, what they you say. do what they say. You respect your elders. He's 15 years older. You like, I would have got up too. Okay? No, come what was on, he, Poor kid, what was he supposed to do, Rim? What was he supposed to do? Bennett bullied his way into that seat. Okay. Also, when someone makes such a ridiculous claim to something, yeah. you're taking up. Uh, it's not worth the, the, you know, you don't want to get in the fight in the grocery store line. Just let the person. Not oh, just here for, that, okay, but fine. also it's stunning. Like you, <laughs> yeah, <you're laughs> it, totally it takes you a couple off. seconds to realize what's just happened. <laughs> and by the time when you realize what's happened, the seat's gone. <laughs> it's true. He, Noah's justification was he didn't want to make a big deal out of it. Which maybe that's the yeah. right move, but I also think he could have just not gotten up. Yeah, and, and Bennett would have just. If had Bennett to move. keeps demanding it, then you know, send Bennett home immediately if <laughs> yeah. he's going to be this forceful yeah. about it. But that's hey, that's what you call willing to fight for love, AD. <laughs> when this franchise says, "Are you willing to fight for love?" Absolutely, you don't give up your seat you next to the lead. You want someone to fight for you. <laughs> uh, uh, also, should be noted, Demar. Yeah. He has to know it's over when she's like, hey, man, you got to go scram. Yeah. <laughs> she's not saying scram to a person. I feel she really likes. bad for DeMar because I like yeah, DeMar. He seems, I really think sweet. he seems awesome. Seems like something we someone we would really get along with. But he, he's not getting any love here. He's not no. getting any time. He got asked to move. Unfortunate. If she liked him, hey, can you scoot over, Damar? Yeah, let's pull up another seat for you, Damar. Go to the corner, Damar. <laughs> That's me in the corner. Uh, the sketches. So, if we didn't make it clear enough, they're sketching a naked couple who are intertwined. Drawing is hard. I'll say that. These were about what I expected. Bennett's sketch had include a little jab at Noah. He's really he's really starting to reach for some of these jabs. He yeah. said, I included background stuff because there's always drama in the background. Mm-hmm. Let's Noah. Anything on this part? I found it funny. Tasha asked uh, Bennett, have you ever done this before? <laughs> Drawing <laughs> nude people? And I was I was interested as well because I would have guessed he has done what did that he say? before. He what did said, he say? no, of course not. Seems like something he would do on a seems date. Like he would take he someone would do. on a naked sketch date. A Titanic drawing situation definitely <laughs> seems like something Bennett has taken part in. Uh, then they did some forming of clay while blindfolded for some reason. Bennett took this as an opportunity to sneak a little kiss with Tasha. Now, he must have had the D Brown blindfold on because he was up and walking around, <laughs> navigating the room. He was like this, looking out underneath. Walked right over to her and kissed her. I I would have figured Tasha must have known it was coming or something because she was like preparing for it. I don't know if these are real blindfolds. If you want me to get a little <laughs> conspiracy on you, it seems like everyone knew what was going on in this room. I mean, Bennett got up, walked over, kissed Tasha. Tasha was like, "Ooh, coming in for a kiss." She hold his little wrist. You can, she, you make can anticipate. Then, then he walked someone. back and stared at Noah. He was like, "Why? Right, you see that, Noah?" And Noah's like, "Yeah, I saw it because these blindfolds aren't real." He says it's Fifty Shades of Clay. I enjoyed that line. Oh, that was a good line. Good line. He's a clever guy. What do you want to say? Hey, good. She seemed. She was into it. She's like, "Oh, Bennett." That surprised me. Yeah. I don't know if they've kissed that often. Weird to share a makeup. She seems with, uh, intrigued in by Bennett. I'll say that. I'm not sure what the task was, what they were supposed to make, but they all made different stuff. Noah had breakfast in bed. Bennett had a map of the different homes they had to, they'll have together. Three of the five. He mentioned the two <laughs> other he could get to include. I have other palatial estates. I don't know what Blake's 
angle was by making a penis. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> I feel like that's several strikes now. Listen, all the guys were like, yep. No Blake. <laughs> Blake, the house. There he goes again. The house. Pervert. Not the first one he's made. The house pervert. That's the all I gathered. That's what it was. Blake is the house pervert. Everyone was like, "Yeah, that was Blake." I knew he'd do something like this when I saw the blindfolds come out in the clay. Knew it'd be Blake. Spencer goes, you wouldn't believe how often this guy talks about that stuff. It's unbelievable. You can't get him to shut up about it. Least surprising thing ever was Blake making a penis out of clay on that date. Is what Spencer's quote. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, I don't know what the the Noah the privilege moment. I don't. It sounded to me like it was cut up from an interview, but then then it referenced it later. Yeah. So I think he really did issue a spelling challenge. I think someone's got to say something to. I, it, it's ridiculous naming off the houses that you're gonna. <laughs> Bennett's really leaning into his money. It's like uh, I haven't seen anything like that from a from a rich person. Like usually they'll. He's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. <laughs> usually, a cartoon. you know, people will make fun of you because you're rich, and you're like, nah, nah, nah. But you know, yeah, you're yeah. rich. But Bennett is completely leaning in and even furthering. People's perception of him that he's just this rich guy. Early in the season, our quote was, he's a really rich guy who doesn't make you feel bad about it. He is making you that feel bad wrong. about it. <laughs> yeah, that's his whole yeah. bit. That's his thing. His whole brand is you being wanna, smug about it. Do you it. want to have a bunch of houses with the Ivy League boss? That's the question to you, Tasha. Personalities ben, aside. <laughs> Clay charcuterie board. <laughs> Uh, the final art challenge, self-portraits. Mm-hmm. It's time to get serious. Show us something enough deep about Enough goofing around. Enough goofing Fellas. around with the clay penises <laughs> and the palatial estates. Show us something deep inside of you. The person who opens up the most will have some extra one-on-one time with Tasha. So there's some real incentive to take this portion of the date seriously. Especially considering the last time she said this, they got a full, I even got a full one-on-one. That's right. Out of the situation. These guys got the crafts going. You got paintbrushes, you got all sorts Elmers. of stuff going on. <laughs> Looked like a blast. You got fabric. I would have been messing with the fabric. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Noah had kind of a yin and yang face with some words we didn't see. We didn't see it. That's cool. Looked like hey, effort. Looked like effort. That's, cool. that's what I'm looking for it's here. All about effort. effort. We're looking for effort here. If it's all about effort, what do you think of Brendan's self-portrait? Uh. Apparently, you melted hearts. uh, For some reason, this worked. Oh, boy, did it. He does a picture. Just to clarify what he did, he he made a picture frame. He just hold the picture frame up. That's his self-portrait. Did he make it or was it available to him? That was an available picture frame. I mean, come on. Okay. Let's not give him even more credit. No, he didn't make it. He said he made it. So that's why I said that. He said I made this picture frame. He did not. (laughs) There was a picture frame there. He used it. Okay. He held it up. You know, vertical portrait. Yeah, portrait. portrait. Is that portrait? Okay, portrait. He went style. portrait to landscape. Did portrait to landscape. That was yeah. self-portrait. <laughs> Held it up. Portrait. This is my self-portrait. I need flips it to landscape, but I there's an empty space next to me here for you. He kind of turns it, gives a big speech. I wasn't buying any of it. As soon as he brought out the blank portrait thing, I was out. The effort wasn't didn't there. Do the homework. You didn't do. You didn't do what you asked. What what grade do you think that gets in a class? 
D. That gets an F and a call home to the mo- to your parents. <laughs> <laughs> listen, he didn't do it. He had an, he, he tried to bullshit his way through it. He thinks this is a joke. He thinks school is a joke. Yeah, listen, Mrs. Rim's mom, he did it again. <laughs> He's, he's not taking this fair, serious. He's not taking it seriously. He forgot to do this. The portrait isn't. This is a quote. This the is something you do when you get to school and you realize, oh shit, I have something due next period. This project that I was supposed to do. You didn't even try. You didn't try. Here's his quote The portrait isn't complete without someone by my side. To share all those experiences with the love of your life is the most important thing to me. That's nice. It just struck me as lazy. That's all. Agreed. Now it was heartfelt. It's just lazy. It, I do think Rim and A B take these joke contests too serious. I, I'm gonna go out I on a limb there. I think this one was there. a serious one. I think this one deserved a level of seriousness. We are always mad at the results of these competitions. That's true. Because <laughs> some, because, that because <laughs> we have set these rules and we and we need it taken seriously, and the leads don't follow Sue. No, they don't so care. They I don't, don't care. know that we should anymore. So why are we? So why are we? <laughs> they seem to love when stuff is when the rules are not followed. He just considering what other people did, poured their heart and soul into this. I think this was painting? the worst one that we saw. I got I I'm going to go with the other bad one. Okay. <laughs> They're both bad. They're both bad. Uh Bennett made a stitch. We're going to mention everybody's. Bennett made a stitch to heart. point. Because life is hard and then quickly aired his grievances about Noah. <laughs> he <laughs> says he's the furthest again. Now just to, to give you a timeline of what happened here on this date if you did not watch. Bennett for the previous portion of the date they were supposed to do something out of clay and he made a bunch of houses. That he was, this is going to be your life with me. We're going to have a bunch of houses. Five houses is how many we're going to have, to be yeah. exact. No mention of, like, kids or happiness. It was just, no, like, check just out houses. these baller check cribs. Out these we're houses. into real estate. You check and out I, this yeah. money I have. The next segment, he says that he's the furthest thing from privilege. <laughs> and what he grew up with is is not. There's no privilege there. Now... I'm a Bennett guy, but I have to disagree. If you're talking about that many houses, we're talking about generational privilege wealth. Rip. Okay. <laughs> okay? <laughs> right. You're just assuming that. Okay. I hear you. I want to say if that is true, what he said, if he grew up, there's plenty of stories like that. We come from nothing to become. Sure. To pursuit of happiness situation, if you will. Great movie. Will Smith. I, if that's true, I would like to hear about it. <laughs> you know, I would like to. You should talk about I that. Not be cartoon rich guy don't and annoy people. Buy it. You don't become cartoon rich guy. You know, when you strike it big in your twenties, you get that from years and years and years of being rich. <laughs> <laughs> Five houses. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know. You hear about these YouTubers and the TikTokers? Maybe they got the generational wealth. Already. <laughs> that's true. All right. Hey. Ivan made a puzzle with it's a missing cute. piece. It's cute. Really cute. Talked about his dad's health struggles. What do you have on this Ivan and the, the big finale of this presentation? Missing the final piece of the wife and kids. And then he's always, he's, he's one step ahead of the other group because he calls her up and she puts the last piece that in is, for him. Isn't that the truth? He's always, Multiple call-ups. He's, the call-ups are huge yeah. from him. That's like one of the most savvy moves. Yeah, it really is. I've like, seen I is... got this thing that you got to do. You want <laughs> yeah. them to remember what you're doing? Have them do a part of it. Okay. 
Wow. You'd think the other guys would have learned that by yeah, now. Yeah, you really would. After that first call-up, resulted in the most consequential <laughs> yeah. in Bachelor history. <laughs> Blake drew a turtle dove, one of the few monogamous animals in the animal kingdom. I would make a... I, I really want to make a joke. There's a lot of jokes being made here, but then he got sincere on us he and was, I feel bad. It was emotional. He says he grew, grew up in a failed household. Cops always at his house. Doesn't want that to be what happens for his kids. An emotional moment. For so he, so like the turtle dove, I he's think I like Blake. I think I like, like Blake. It's been a roller coaster of a season with me and Blake and how I feel about him, but I think I like the guy. I, I'm not net positive as well. I would have preferred him not to make a penis out of the clay. I would have preferred you know, that out of the people that I like. But yeah, yeah, can't have it all. You can't have it all. Some guys are going to be nice guys who make clay penises and giggle <laughs> he seems about like it. Like a nice guy. Do? That's all. He can't be perfect. <laughs> Riley had a Riley almost brought me to tears. Yeah, with his, he really did. That was a good speech delivered to the room, not just Tasha, and was structurally sound it was just it was about his mom a discussion he had with his mom who he hadn't heard from in years that hit you in the gut hit you, hit you, hit you hard the big finale all right i have i have a lot of notes on this i'm very interested in hearing what you have you to can say imagine about ben what, where i'm going yeah so ben's been worried about this so let's see what he came up with let's been what's been clanging around in ben's head <laughs> and what he came up with was drawing a portrait, theatrically tossing it aside and being like, you know what? Forget this. This isn't it. Yeah. Forget this. Goes into the back and disrobes. Mm-hmm. This is his self-portrait, is his naked body. I talk a big game, but it's hard for me to express my emotions. I'm going to let my guard down. This is me showing up for you. He, That's your buzzword. Th- well, this is scoring word. This is going back to she said you didn't because he didn't. Pull her aside yeah. during that group date. He needed to show up for her, and he continues to harp on that. Every time he says something or pulls her away, he's like, I'm showing up for you. I'm Here's another quote. I'm going to give all this, points at his pecs, to you. Listen, don't, don't downplay the body rim. The body's, the body's off the charts. It's don't get rocking. me wrong. I know that. Don't I'm just saying, what was the assignment? <laughs> it's jealousy. That's all the t- <laughs> All I'm saying is that this was not the assignment, Bennett. Okay. And then his that. line about because what you see is only a small part of who I am. If that's the case, then why is your self portrait you, you use body. this opportunity to make a self portrait to express what's inside of you? Not just I, I. My point is, I can't believe this worked. I was watching this like, oh, this is this is big, huge misstep. He's had a few tiny ones. This is the big one, and it's over <laughs> for him. It, it worked like a charm. Listen, Rim. The rest of the guys laid their heart and soul out. I thought they did a great job on the assignment for the most part. The ones we yeah. saw, the four or five we saw, I thought all did a great job. I, and you know what? I assumed DeMar did, too. I assumed DeMar <laughs> we'll did, too. Know. You have to assume DeMar did, too. <laughs> What he did sucked. It was not good. It was not the assignment. No. I almost took it a step further. I thought this was a like he didn't have. I think he he drew the painting and he didn't have anything emotional to say in that moment. So then no. he just went for plan B. Scrap all that, especially after Riley had just gone. And then he just threw that together. How do you together. follow Riley's dude? He just threw it together. I in in regarding why this worked, I think Tasha was overwhelmed by that body rim. I overwhelmed. think so too. I think you're dead on. 
That's the only explanation. This wasn't a good move. Out of all the moves that were made? Do you think this works if a non-bodybuilder does this? No. If, if Rim takes his clothes off, do you think there, the crowd is wowed by the self-portrait? No, I'd be arrested, with, AB. They'd come yeah, in and no. get me out of there. Get this guy. You can't have all that flubbing around, guy. Get out of here. Come on. Rim and AB walk up there and take their clothes off. This move doesn't work. Please. But if you look like a Greek goddess, a you look like Hercules, move. then yeah, it's going to work. That's, that's just that's, that's just a fact. Facts. I don't know if people are going to agree with this, but that's how I felt about the move. I, did I can't believe it worked. Yeah. Anyway, after this, uh, Tasha went back, overwhelmed by Ben's pie <laughs> and broke down in tears. <laughs> and the stories also a little behind be the scenes moment there that we like when they're you know they got the got the producer and then the art teacher was there too, which we got no explanation on who that was or why she was there. By the way, <laughs> I know. we didn't notice <laughs> that we didn't note that, but there was an art teacher there for the whole thing. She drove. I don't know who she was that day. <laughs> I don't know who she was. I would have liked some more background on why she was the one there. I like the art teacher though because I these guys too. at the beginning were hey, showing the bad sketches like, and she was like, "Oh, that's great, good job." I liked her. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I would have liked to understand who she was and why she was there. She comes back out and refuses to pick a you know a winner. Understandably, how are you going to say great heartbreaking story about your relationship with your mother Riley? But I'm going with, I'm going with ben. this other heartbreak. I'm going abs. with Brandon. Yeah, I'm going with Ben. You can't or whatever. You know, you can't turn these. Everyone did too good of a job. I, I, yeah. I think she made the right move here by just ha- having there everyone. There was no standout. Yeah. yeah. All of you except Spencer, who made a pepperoni pizza for one of his things. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about I that. I forgot about oh, that. He had the clay and he made a pepperoni pizza for no reason. And then they didn't show the rest of him. So, you know, he did blew those two. <laughs> Everyone gets to come except you, Spencer. <laughs> Spencer. You did not. I kind of want to. I want to say, well, because they were blindfolded. But a pepperoni pizza is not an easy thing to make no, blindfolded either. That's not easy. <laughs> no. Uh, my main takeaway is I perceive I think I perceive the Ben date differently than most viewers. That's my guess anyway. The Ben portion, yeah. What was nice about this date was the stories were voluntary mm-hmm. and wide ranging. Whereas Claire's date, remember Claire's date with Jason? That was like forced. That was like a dentist. Yeah. It was totally forced extraction. Mm-hmm. Tell me about tell me this about yourself. Say it. Just say it. Do it. And it was just a little too that guy was under a lot of pressure. Agreed. This was like, what are you comfortable revealing about yourself? Also, these are probably things that contestants discuss among themselves when they live with each other for months at a time, whether either they're close friends of the house or maybe even in group settings. And I think that's part of the reason why you see people from the same seasons stay friends yeah, for a absolutely. long time after the season's over. Even like people who don't have huge Instagram followings. They still hang out with each other because they're actually friends because you live with them. Anyway. One thing that... Uh, Bonds people together is shared wild ass experiences. Mm-hmm. And this is a wild ass experience that only a certain group of people have shared. And that is why Bachelor Nation family is what it is. You always see them together. They all love wow, each other. Heartfelt sentiment about Period. the people on this reality trip. <laughs> Period. Let's take a quick break. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Group date, nighttime. Riley grabs her first, okay? Picked up where the portrait left off. His parents got divorced when he was young. He lived with his dad. Drove a bit of a wedge between him and his mom, as I imagine is often the case when you're spending more time with one parent than the other. Eventually, him and his mom talked it out. They're great now. Nice story. I like knowing more about the contestants in this way. Having said that, I don't see it with her, him and Tayshay B. What do you think? I don't either. No, it's unfortunate. Brandon one on one time. Anything on that? They kissed the portrait. <laughs> well, they kissed, and she loved the portrait yeah, thing. He's a. So he's, what do we know? He's a. He's a front runner here. The fellas uh, are talking about how they all want more time with Tasha and Bennett once again for no reason. He gains nothing from this. He brings up the last rose ceremony where Noah basically canceled the cocktail hour says he felt robbed of time there's no reason to bring this up he thanks him calls him young noah or something like that it's just completely unnecessary from bennett and this is why you're eventually going to be on a two-on-one date bennett (laughs) ben one-on-one time here we go (laughs) so ben's uncomfortable being open as is often the case with people who go on this tv show so now he's at the point where he's ready to reveal this story to Tasha about his life the last, I don't, know, I don't know how old he is, 15 years. The life I've lived is different than what you might assume. The reason he got into fitness and nutrition, A.B., is because when he was 15, he was the fat kid, his quote, and the girls didn't like him. So he stopped eating, lost 70 pounds, and had bulimia for 10 years. Not a common knowledge in his family as is the only person who knew that was his sister. So this Until is a big thing to reveal to Tasha. Um, what did you make of this discussion? Just another story that, you know, a personal story, unlike ones we've heard in the past. This, uh, these yeah. guys are willing to open up to Tasha. And like we always say, you never know what someone's going through. You would not have guessed that about Ben. Wouldn't have either. Yeah. Say that. Tasha returns, ticks off the top three, gives out love the podium, it. and makes love it. Still love it. Loved now. it the first there time. There should be an love actual podium. Yeah, do there a podium. There should be an actual podium where you go, <laughs> yep. all right, number three, Riley. <laughs> We're peeling back the layers. I'm pleasantly surprised. Take your place on the number three spot. <laughs> number two, Brendan. 
Always, this one, this one was, come on. She goes, always remember that a picture is worth a thousand words. Brent's like, I know that. That's why I did did a frame. Yeah, picture frame. (laughs) Ben, you showed up. I see you and I appreciate it. Ben gets the rose. It had to be Ben. What do you make of Tasha's uh, threat at the end of the date? And this was <laughs> this a threat. absolute threat. Listen, <laughs> I know something's going on in this house, and I'm going to get to the bottom of it, Bennett and Noah. One way or another. One way or another, I'm getting to the bottom of this. Everything's on the now, table. <laughs> I'm confused. I think we're missing conversations here for this storyline. Why would she think it's still, unless they talked, someone, unless Noah brought it up again, why would she even think this is an issue? I'm confused. I I think the producers are telling her, because that's a, that's a couple times where she's called out in front of the group, hey, I heard you two don't get For along. For stuff that doesn't seem like that big a deal. Like, yeah, there's, no. they don't really get along, but it's not really causing issues from what we've seen. No. Did it seem like a... Certainly not with Taisha. no. Seemed like uh, too much of a... It didn't need to be said. Just let this play its course. <laughs> I think they're having her create, help create the two-on-one. I agree. Because she can't say two-on-one out of thin air. She has to acknowledge that they're fighting multiple times mm-hmm. in the lead-up to it. This should have been a sign for Ben at AB. I need to cool the jets. <laughs> it pumped the brakes. He spent his time being maturity playing the age card and now he's in the you're in the principal's office too buddy yeah the senior and you're the freshman, you're both in here you're there you know what i mean you're both in trouble <laughs> so maybe relax play it cool <laughs> bennett says one of us can focus on the relationship with Tasha. the other can focus on the drama bennett is the yeah, latter that's yeah. what he doesn't <laughs> see bennett you are often saying things i don't think he, do you think he means to be doing this or do you think he's just the type of person who doesn't quite understand how they're coming off like i don't know that he knows the comments he's making are extremely rude stick around for okay my theory that it ties into that a little bit okay all right easy one-on-one date ab it has come to my attention in recent days that easy has an allegation of sexual assault against him mm-hmm it has not been part of the reason I haven't seen it is because it has not been picked up and saw it in refinery 29 this week. But other than that, it has not been picked up in many publications. The latest I saw was that ABC looked into it and found it was inconclusive. I believe was the word they used. So I don't know that's out there. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that needs to be noted. That needs to be noted. That is yeah. out there. There is, hardly any information um i i disagree a little bit i think he was this was brought up right as i think in like october so around the time it was going to start or maybe a little bit before i think he was edited out somewhat out of safety from abc's part as they're doing their investigation i don't i we didn't really get conversations with easy or anything that made him stand out which has been surprising to me and i didn't know about this until this week either um but i think they're i think they did edit him out a little bit um but again we don't there's nothing we don't know anything there's not not a lot of information out there right now so there's we can't make a huge comment on it i suppose why not just Cut him completely. If you're, 
if you're going to cut them a little bit, why not just cut them completely? There's a lot of stuff you could just, if you're going to cut, just cut it. That's my, that was what I was wondering. Yeah. And some other shows have done that. I mean, like, yeah. uh, with D and the, the challenge, challenge most recently, most recent season, they completely cut someone out of the show because they had racist comments come out. I I don't know. I think they did a little bit though. We didn't, we just didn't probably easy seems like a huge personality and he yeah. never really stood out on either Claire or Tasia's portion of the season. So I don't know. We'll see. It's probably a safe bet. He will not be on. No, I think we've seen the last of him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you want to talk about being a huge personality, I think the reason he went on this one-on-one date, despite not Absolutely. having a connection with Tasha, is they wanted he would be a good scare person, I think they yeah. figured. This was a ghost hunting date. It is. I'm of the opinion that every season should include at least one ghost hunting date. Absolutely. Okay. I don't know. I don't believe the stories about La Quinta being haunted. No, of course it's not. <laughs> Everyone knows it has to be old and dusty to be haunted. <laughs> Do you believe in ghosts? I don't know if I've ever asked you that. No. Could could your mind be changed on that? It's not a hard no. <laughs> I'll okay. tell you that. that with you, I think it's a pretty firm no, but not a yeah. not a rock solid yeah. no. They've got the thermo reader from Egon, like Egon and the Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. dolls in the dark, flashlight, old letters, babies crying. The whole thing is scary. This is should be done with a non-contender, not a contender, with a non-contender every season. I want more ghosts. And it was produced well. It was black and white. Fuzzy, Great. like infrared. It's got the, you know, the the camera, the Blair Witch movie, Blair, Blair Witch. Witch Project style camera. It's been a good portion of my childhood thinking that was a real... Oh, who didn't, Rim? <laughs> I thought <laughs> it was did? real. Who didn't? That was real for a long time. <laughs> I was heartbroken to find that it wasn't. Never seen it, by I the way. Haven't I haven't <laughs> either. Why would I see I it? I thought it was real. Yeah, no, that was, no, uh, no chance. I thought it was real, and it was very scary, so why would I see that movie? No, thank you. I believe Blair Witch was like, you had to get your, like, it was like a... A viral like VHS being passed around, like you couldn't go rent Blair Witch. You had to get it from somebody. So anyway, I love the I love this. I want more ghost hunting dates. Period. Especially at La Quinta, it's abandoned. Yeah, in the middle of the desert. Yep. Let's get to the nighttime portion, which went like that. Yep. Easy says pretty much instantly that he's falling Fall in, in love, love with Tasha. This reminded me of Robbie with JoJo. I remember being shocked by that on their first date. Yeah. Yep. The difference is Robbie got second on JoJo's season. Mm-hmm. And it ha- it's happened more frequently since then. What'd you make of Tasha sending him home? I mean, she ob- obviously she wasn't there with it. There was no indications. I don't think they've kissed at this point. So obviously she's no gonna- indications from Tasha that she has uh, those feelings for you. Easy. It was the it was the right move on her part. If you're not, if they're way ahead of you in terms of where you're at, you got to get rid of them. Another nice thing about Tasha, she says, "Hey, I asked you to do this stuff. I understand that I asked you to put it all out there with me. Thank you. Not there. Just not there. No reason for you to keep doing yeah. that. Just another, just another little. No, it's the little thing. things that add up. It's a, it's the little things that add up. Back at the house." Oh, no, no back at the house. Before we wrap this up, um, there was a moment mid-date where they went back at the house just to show a vintage Blake prediction. Go wrong, yeah. Uh, Go wrong. You and I both know. Here's the thing about back of the house's room. Please tell me. It's whatever the guys think is going to happen and whatever they show you, it's going to be the opposite. So if 
the guys are at the house saying we love this guy he's for sure getting a rose they're going home (laughs) if the guys are like man i don't know about this i don't know if they have a connection then that person's staying it's always the opposite or if there's someone that's a maybe there's someone they're jealous of yeah. on the one on one being like she's finally she's gonna, gonna, gonna see the yep. person for nope, who it is staying. yeah finally if they show nope, you that they're, they're, staying. S- they're staying you just look at the opposite of what they're talking about that's what's gonna happen <laughs> that's a good little tip for the this new bachelor <laughs> uh, the next day getting ready to st- you know for the cocktail party rose ceremony JoJo strolls in please note she knocked unlike Chris Harrison who's apparently who never knocks I saw that somewhere someone. Hmm. I don't. It was some video. Someone gave him grief for never knocking because he just busts into rooms. He busts in the rooms, which I'm fine. He with. show like, his house. He can do whatever anything. he wants. You're the on camera. Are there. If you're, there's no private <laughs> yeah. moment. But JoJo knocked. Good that was nice of her. Come hey, on in. That was nice. <laughs> JoJo announces the cocktail party is not canceled but delayed. How many hours are in the day in the desert? Is the time different in the desert where you can? <laughs> Have a two on one day and a cocktail party and a rose ceremony. One night. I believe you're two thirty. Two thirty. That's coming. Yeah. Week. They're up that way. Absolutely. Bennett can't quite understand what the issue is. Um, <laughs> basically, acts like he doesn't even know what this could be about. <laughs> yeah, JoJo asks him like, "Hey, Bennett, what? Uh, Tasha seems to be really concerned with something going on with you. Can you explain?" He's like, "No, I don't even know. <laughs> it's hanging over the whole I house. Have no guys. idea." Ed had a good quote. Said whatever Bennett tells Noah is going to be a huge diss. It's going to be insulting, and it probably will be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact. It's exactly it. <laughs> How about this two-on-one uh, gathering uh, meeting? This is a sit-down. This is what the Jersey Shore people would call this a sit-down. Sit <laughs> it's not a date. <laughs> do you have any comments on this? And where do you think it's going to go? Ben and Noah show up. Noah is. Obviously intimidated right from the jump. I don't know if you caught on to that, but he seems very intimidated by Bennett. Bennett stands up. He says, I got something for you. You know, a peace offering. He walks back out with an awesome looking one with an awesome looking gift. At this moment, what did you think, Rim? Did you think this was? What did I think? What did you think this was going to be a good gift or not? That's the question. In the moment. No, because they showed him like packing. They showed him from the outside camera outside through the window, I think, into his room. And he was like packing up things that were like strewn about. His... <laughs> you can't, He couldn't have acquired a good thing to oh, give he him. could have. Bennett can. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> man. All right. All right. What do you think was in it? I hate to say, but I thought it was going to be a real gift, like an expensive watch oh, or no. something as a as, <laughs> as an I'm sorry. I really did. I don't know why I thought that. I would have liked that. I don't know why I thought that. I thought Bennett was reaching out with a genuine gift to try to save his ass. I, I had hoped that Bennett realized, like, you're in trouble right now, Bennett. You need to do whatever it takes to it's smooth this over. But instead, he does the opposite. Here's what's in the gift. A red bandana, something to do with Oklahoma, which he has disparaged at every turn. <laughs> Okay. He also doesn't want there to be any bad blood. That's why it's red. This was fine. That portion was fine, I suppose. Fine. The mustachioed socks that he sweated in the day prior. You wore them. The only place to wear a mustache is on your socks. Direct shot at at him. I don't understand why. At Noah, why why has been so anti mustache? The mustaches are back in vogue. There's mustaches. A lot of people have mustaches, and it works. 
Now, it didn't work for Noah, in my opinion. No, but For most of the time, no. And also, why does Bennett have mustache socks? I don't know. Well, the only people who should wear mustache socks have mustaches. I can't explain anything that happened here. That made no sense. And then the final gift, which is a book God. on emotional intelligence. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Listen, you, see, you hear that from AB? This is a message to anyone who might go on the show. However valid your presentation of a concept, we tune out. Batcher Nation tunes out. Okay. Those words are trigger words for me. I yeah. don't want to hear emotional intelligence for the rest of my life or it talked about. <laughs> We're referring to the memorable Corinne and Taylor date yep. in the bayou where Nick didn't like hearing emotional intelligence either. So he grabbed Corinne and he said, let's hop on the fan boat and ski down. <laughs> let's get out and of here. They did. Left, left uh, Taylor in the bayou. Bennett a couple times said, I'm not talking down to you. He couldn't be talking death. I mean, he says there are four components to emotional intelligence. I think you are deficient in three of the four. What do you think that is, Bennett? Besides talking down to someone, Just even totally if it's true, ripping up. It might be. You true. don't say that to someone in a. This is like the no disrespect thing, and then you say something very disrespectful. Like just because you're saying you aren't talking down to me doesn't mean I'm not going to take this the wrong way. You're saying something very rude. Noah did not seek. He did not ask for your opinion on this. No, Bennett. Not at all. Uh, Taisha arrives. Bennett flips a switch. You know that Kanye gif where he realizes he's on camera. He's yeah, like, he's laughing. He's like, oh, the camera's on me. Tasha shows up. She says, what's going on here? We're going to get to the bottom of this, right? Normally on a two-on-one date, the lead takes him individually, gets One the sides of the stories, mm -hmm. and then chooses a side. What's happened here is they've, they can't help themselves. They're already bickering, and she hasn't, she hasn't pulled them away yet. They're doing her work for her. I think it's going to result in her getting frustrated and sending them both home. What do you think is going to happen? Here's how the episode ends, though. Tasha asked Bennett, and and uh, so she's she's taught for one she's this going back and point. forth with them. They're talking in front of him, in front of her, and kind of bickering. She's like, "This is schoolboy stuff that you guys are sure. acting so immature." And then she's like, "But wait, what's in that box right there? What's in this random box? It's what's in the box? What's in the box?" Now that makes me believe. How is Bennett for one going to talk his way out of what's in that box? There's no way he's going home. He has to go yeah. home. As soon as they open that box, it's like, okay, you're obviously the instigator here. You brought this gift with <laughs> this very needling. rude things inside. <laughs> Needling the guy. You have to go. I don't, uh, Tasha doesn't know everything that's taken place, but she knows this box is here and it was a gift from Bennett, which is a direct shot at Noah. I think you're probably right. I think Bennett's going home. Noah will get the final rose at the rose ceremony. Oh, you don't That's think she's opinion. giving him a rose? No, because it's not even a date. This isn't even a date no, setting. No, this she's isn't a two-on-one. Yeah. They've done this one other time before where it's not a two-on-one. It's just like one or two of you is going home. Neither of you are safe, though. I think you're probably right. I, I wrote that note. I think they're both going home before the what's in the box. What's the in the box? Brad How's he going to talk his way seven, out of that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're right. Ben, I mean, Ben is definitely not surviving. <laughs> no, there's no chance. He can't. There's no explanation for what's in that box. I think you're probably right. A note about Bennett. And this is ties into my theory. I've teased. You might think, oh, this is he's showing, showing his true colors or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. But you look at it from a franchise longevity standpoint. 
this dumb feud has kept him relevant throughout Tasha's. He's had, he's been on screen a lot throughout Tasha's run, despite not having a connection with Tasha. This is going to result in both of them getting tickets to Mexico next summer or wherever they do paradise, I suppose. Absolutely. Where they will do some image rehab, probably squash their beef, form an unlikely friendship. The story arc here with these two is not over. And I think Bennett, even though he's been condescending in his burns, I think Bennett, this will play out positively for them both. So it's pro wrestling. It's very similar to pro wrestling. As usual, Bennett hasn't done anything that is unforgivable. Yeah, that you can't forgive him for. In fact, I still enjoy him. (laughs) It's it's very similar to um, Jordan model Jordan. Yeah, he he had a he was mean guy, condescending, unbelievable. What he did, I cannot believe he brought that gift. I cannot. It's surprising. He's 36 years old, and he packed up socks to give to someone as a gag. <laughs> on, you know, on a, right before he fights for his life in this relationship. It doesn't make no sense. sense. All right, let's get to the mailbag. I, I want next week, send one or both home, send Bennett or both home, rose ceremony, dates, rose ceremony. That's what I need out of next week. <laughs> okay. Okay. Those are my demands. Yeah, I Make hear it happen. You. I <laughs> hear Make you. it happen. Here's the mailbag. Last week's question was, uh, in light of Ivan and Tasha's serious com- real-world conversation on their on their date last week, do you want to see more conversations like this, or do you prefer your reality TV to be escapism? As you can imagine, most people kind of felt where we were, where, you know, obviously this is good, but you do have to have some balance. We can't get to every text. Uh, these are longer than normal, I'll say. Seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. Thanks to everyone who texted in. Katie from Syracuse. I love to see the real conversations. If we are to believe these people are supposed to leave this show ready to be engaged, then it makes sense that people should have real life conversations. Rachel said that she had discussions about political views and credit scores in the fantasy suite, but it's nice to see them during the course of the show. I imagine when you get into that stuff, the camera people just put the camera down and take a take a knee take a nice (laughs) nice break this is suzanne thank you katie this is suzanne from 514 area code yes fun tv with competitions helicopters jokes and petty drama is okay but sometimes at the end of the season we feel like the lead and the winner don't know each other that well and more often than not they end up breaking up if this is going to work i think people need to talk and if they talk about real life issues motivations ambitions values even better so although i personally prefer the intelligent real stuff conversations i also respect the people who enjoy mindless tv we all do from time to time for the bachelor franchise i think it would be beneficial for the process if people if the people get to have real dates and real talk of course balance is always the best thank you suzanne chelsea from Maryland. I want to keep seeing real conversations like Tasha and Ivan's on the show. We often don't understand why some leads have connections with contestants because they don't show these talks. I heard that Hannah B was so connected with Luke P because of conversations they had about their faith, but the show never showed it. If they show these deep talks, it means the show, it makes the show more substantive as well as makes the leads more choices, more understandable. Also, after Ivan's date, they followed up with the scavenger hunt group date, which gave the show balance. You can do both. Great points, Chelsea. Uh, we assume that about Hannah B and Luke. Yeah. I remember talking about that, being like, why are they so... Something's got to be there. Yeah. Tori from Brooklyn. 
I would generally have answered the question by saying we don't need to get too heavy in these conversations. For me and for many, the reason we watch is to turn our brains off and escape for a while. But this year was different. 2020 has been such a national reckoning of the racial dysfunction in our country, and the Bachelor franchise has been a terribly bad offender of perpetuating a very white narrative. If there was ever a year for them to get heavy, this was the one. I agree with your guys' assessment that seeing these convos on TV can actually change and impact how people think, especially people who might otherwise be able to avoid the voices of biracial young Americans and to see the raw emotions of the convo brought up for Tasha and Ivan. Thank you, Tori. Jasmine from Las Vegas. I absolutely want these sort of conversations to continue on the show. I'm grateful for Ivan and Tasha being present with each other in that moment instead of worrying too much about an audience reaction. Past contestants and leads have discussed various triggering and traumatic experiences before, so this conversation about black and biracial experiences in the U.S. should be no exception. I understand people want to escape the harsh reality of the world, but some people don't have that luxury and find comfort in seeing people who look like them be vulnerable enough to tackle these subjects to a public audience. Tasha's words and her struggle to express her emotions resonated with me as a biracial woman. I can't speak for her, but thoughts that cross my mind before approaching these topics are part of are part where do I begin and part should I even bother expressing myself. Even though Ivan already proved to be a safe person to have this conversation with, the hesitation on Tasha's part to find the right words and verbally express her experiences is all too familiar. Thank you, Jasmine, very much. This is from Sandy. With the caveat of the discussions not being moderated by Chris Harrison in any way, no one wants a repeat of the Astro School special on the Paradise Beach after the Corinne and DeMario incident. Yes, absolutely, I want to see people on The Bachelor and Bachelorette have real conversations, please. And I want to hear their thoughts on all kinds of serious topics, whether or not my aging hippie's heart and mind align with theirs. As long as we still get some lighter bits and romance mixed in, bring it on. Thank you, Sandy. Eshel from Portland, Oregon. I was taken aback in a good way to hear the conversation between Tasha and Ivan. It was a good break from the meaningless fodder conversations of seasons past. I find it refreshing rather than a bummer, but I think it is probably also because of the way they spoke about the topics. Ivan and Tasha's takes were personal, real, and substantial. What I'm afraid might happen is that future leads and contestants will force conversations like this to receive praise from the audience and I'll add parenthetically, also, and maybe from the lead too, and instead come across as phony and woke, in quotes. If that is not the case and leads and contestants speak from a place of honesty and emotion, then I look forward to more conversations of substance. I think that's an interesting point from Ishel, the, the possibility now that you're going to get people, quote, you know, faking it on things like this with the lead, if they're trying to curry favor with sure. the audience necessarily. And I think we'll be able to see it if that happens. We'll sniff that out, Rim. No, I think so. <laughs> and even if we don't sniff it out accurately, we'll still make a bold declaration. Absolutely. And be wrong about it. Lauren from Los Angeles. I think that while the show is a great escape, we have to be able to have these conver- Carter conversations because it is a reality show and we are dealing with real people. I also think it's important because it can spark conversations with your family members, and I can only hope that by Ivan and Tasha talking about Black Lives Matter, it can change some people's minds about the struggles that people face. My other reality show that I watch is RuPaul. First off, Lauren, congrats on limiting your reality show intake to just two. That's got to take a lot of. I'm a 15 to 20 show guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear, you don't often hear. That's like eating just two chips. Yeah. You sure. <laughs> 
My other reality show that I watch is RuPaul's Drag Race, and they have conversations each season about things like homelessness, eating disorder, eating disorders, homophobia, and incarceration, and those kinds of conversations are what give shows like this heart and a basis in reality. Thank you, Lauren. Brittany from Houston. I think last week's episode was so refreshing and the perfect balance of keeping it real, bringing in real world topics and issues while also still giving us the lovey-dovey reality drama we all want. Balance is key. As A.B. probably knows, Grey's Anatomy tries to bring in the real world a little too much, and it's like not even taking a break from life, and you're terrified the whole time, and then the show's done for the week, but wait, you're still in the mess of COVID. I feel like you pointed that out as one of the great things about Grey's Anatomy, was that it was insanely topical. Mm-hmm. So do you disagree with that being the, them doing it too much? Yeah, of course I do, Rim. Okay. <laughs> Come on. All right. Uh, I call it one of the greatest shows of all time. You think I <laughs> share that sentiment? No. The Brittany's the text finishes, but in regards to Bennett getting off this train, he's so condescending. I can't deal with it anymore. Womp, womp. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you to everyone who texted in. Uh, once again, the number is 773-234-7794. AB, any reaction to those texts? No, great texts. Great text. It sounds like for the most part, people are interested in conversations like this, which matches up with us. All right. What's this week's question, AB? I want to know if you think, now that we have JoJo here, should we have a different Bachelor, Bachelorette host for the two shows? Two different shows. Why is Chris oh. Harrison for both of them? I would are, I would add to your question. Please do. Who... Who do well, you want to who. see? Yeah, I was going to say. Who do you want to see? No restrictions on who it could be. Anybody in the world. That's more fun. And which show you want them to be on. Do you want it to be Bachelor Do you want Johnny Mosley on Bachelor Paradise? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Anything. It could be anybody. 773-234-7794. Okay, Alex. Uh, let's get to the headline of the week. ASAP. My throat is dry. This is a good one, Rim. Yeah. This is a good one. Good information. I'll be here. the judge of that. I'd say you're gonna you're gonna go away from this stunned, Rim. Okay, I should have I should have teased this earlier. You're gonna go away from this question stunned. Is it, is it about, you you want to hear my reaction to Christmas and uh, Memphis revealing that they're <laughs> oh, dating brother. last night? Yes, big I would like to. I I heard that and I go, <gasps> that's what I did, <laughs> and I knew that they had been lovey dovey in the Big Brother house, but that's neither here nor there. Go Hate ahead. those two, anyways. Not a, not a fan of that couple. Go ahead. <laughs> this is from uh, Us Weekly. Er, hold up. Is it from Us Weekly? Is Us Weekly and Us Magazine the same? I think so. This is from Us Magazine. Dot com. Does it come out every week? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> These are, this is something we should know about. The now. title of this article, Rim, Every Bachelor Nation Divorce. Yes, please. Whoa. I clicked it. Clicked it right away. That's the title of the article? Yeah, that's the that's the title of the article. Every, it's not every bachelor, bachelor nation, comma ranked. Every bachelor. Like that. Well, this is where this is where I, I had it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a power rankings of my favorite couples that got divorced from the franchise. Interesting power rankings. <laughs> Can you guess how many divorces we've had? This number's gonna blow your mind, Rim. It's gonna blow your no mind. No way. Six. Two. Okay, I would have figured it would be low because not there's not enough We've marriages for there two, to be divorces. 
That's the problem, Brim. When I saw this, I'm like, I'm going to make a 10 thing, uh, 10 power rankings <laughs> no, here. No, they don't get married. <laughs> none of them have been married. Do you know who those two couples are? Are we talking finalized? Because there are two that are, I think, pending. Finalized divorces? <laughs> yeah. JP no, and Ashley. Just announced divorces that will announced, be going through. Okay. Well, JP and Ashley and then uh, Crystal and Goose. That's it. That's oh, it. Wow, I that's nailed it. it. You got oh, it. That's you good. Got that's it. good. You got it. It's All just been year. those two. Yeah. It's just wow. been those two. There's been no other divorces, but when you think I can't believe I got those. I can't believe it. Well, I shouldn't have given I shouldn't have said it was stunning because it's obviously not going to be like 30. I mean, I would so I had a feeling to work yeah. yeah. But man, even all the it's contestants been 30 seasons and all the contestants, this includes contestants that got together. That married other contestants. There's just not a lot of marriages. There's just not a lot of divorces. I think there's I think there's yeah. a decent amount of marriages at this point. So you're saying the divorce rate for bet it's not, you know, this isn't this hasn't occurred for the expanse of a lifetime, you know, 80 years, but the divorce rate for bachelor nation couples who good. get married it's good. is lower. Yeah, it's much yeah. lower than they have a good life. If you get married from this series, it's 50% for in, the, years, in the normal yeah. word world. Yeah. It's not that, or at least at least so far through the <laughs> interesting AB. Interesting AB. Did yeah. not expect that. Now the divorce rate. Uh, this isn't divorce, but the breakup rate of engaged people. There's hundreds of engaged 90, couples 90%. that have broken up. Yeah, they're just everywhere. Hundreds. <laughs> I found it interesting that there are only two divorce couples, even including all the seasons we haven't seen, all the early seasons, none before this year, none before this year, and basically just. You know, the current couple years of uh, people. That's good. Yeah. Here are my power rankings. If you're interested. I'm very interested. There's Actually, no reason I'm not be, really. They're, yeah, there's they're no reason to be the interested. exact same. I'm not interested. <laughs> but please go ahead. Yeah. The, number four, Ivan. He's down. Ivan dropped. Ivan dropped. For what reason? Um, because Zexy went up and Ben did not drop as much. I contend that Ivan is great. We all love Ivan. I don't see part of the reason why he dropped is because I'm starting. I don't think they're going to get it's my feelings about whether or not he will be the final one still in the top four. That's fair. Still one of the four contenders at this point. I left Ben at number three because Ben was two steps back, two steps forward (laughs) with that move. (laughs) (laughs) So he's treads water. Zexy went up. Zexy is up from four to two. I think you're probably right about a piece missing there. Okay. And I think that piece is not missing with Brendan, who again, once again, was quiet. I think a big knock on Brendan, you could say, is that he's not forward enough in group dates. He doesn't make any waves he during the daytime portion. He hasn't stood out two day, two two weeks. I know. Rim. When is he going to stand out? As your, uh, you have him as your top dog two weeks top in a row. Dog still. Yeah. Okay. I'm judging the connection. Hey, I'm not. Okay. This is not based on like, oh, he had a good game. You have to move him to the top. This is where I'm putting him. Okay. Right now. Let's hear your top four then. Four. Zach C. Okay. I haven't. I've in fact moved him down. Crazy. Mostly because of, <laughs> uh, from a feeling I get. Which is not based on nothing except feel I'm getting from watching a t- television screen. Okay. I yeah. got him at four now after a group, after a one-on-one 
where I, I'm assuming most people think went well. I'm moving them down. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving yeah. them down. Okay. Yeah. That's I like that. At least you're putting thought into it. Maybe <laughs> number, most weeks you don't. Number That's three. <laughs> number three. I always put thought into these things. Okay. <laughs> number three. Brendan. I. I, uh, what do you want me I to do? You, had him at you three want me last to move week. him up, Rem? He hasn't done anything in no. two weeks. And like you said, we have three weeks remaining. So when is he going to make his move into the top spot? Is it, Come on. I got to see something. You got to show me something. Show me yeah. state rim. Show me state. This guy's not showing show anything to you, but you keep moving, keeping him up there. It doesn't make any well, sense. He showed it to me. And that, I saw it. <laughs> okay. And that's good enough to keep it. Okay. Everybody else is jostling. That's fair. I got him at number one. Hey, that's fair. Number two, Ivan. I've moved him down, Rim. Yeah. See Number that. one, Ben. When I see the way she looks at him. That's a jump, dude. It's a big jump. I think he was four last week for me. He was four last week. Big jump. I think Ben's going to win this season. I've been saying that about a different person every week, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> I, I am not going to sit here and say you're wrong about that because I can't explain. Well, I can't explain. It's the muscles. It's the scoop neck. When Ben wears that scoop neck, you can see more muscles. Yeah. You can see eight different muscle categories. I, there's there's something there Something's I don't get. There it. I, with Ben, I feel like he's messed up multiple times now, and it, nothing. He's still at Doesn't the top. Affect him near the top. Doesn't affect him. End of the day, we don't know, no. and that's what makes a great season. Mm-hmm. Ab, anything else you want to mention before we go? Uh, the the, the Instagram is no longer private. Come on in, <laughs> everybody. That welcome at Rosecast Podcast. Gimmicks over. Hey, if you haven't followed, over, work like a charm. Please follow. Thank you. Uh, challenge is coming back, Rim. Next Wednesday. Yeah, we got a text. I should have included it. It was just a text that just said, "Do a challenge podcast." It would have been a funny <laughs> bit to just say that. I I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm intrigued by the premise. Mm-hmm. It's a good cast. Good season coming up. Good mix, old and new, and also Olympic athletes. No bananas, which bums me out. But you got enough. You got some. You got the old, some old guys there. You got CT. You got Wes. You got some people still. Bananas. This is bananas. Uh, Dirk championship. Yeah, this is just a celebration. He's, a year he's not done. Off. He's not done. No, don't think he's done. I'm rooting. I found myself rooting for Anissa this season. I saw some. Oh. I think it's good for her that she, bananas isn't there. I think she. I saw. A, a little social clip where she's like, I got to take out the people who always screw me over. I'm figuring she started to realize like people who she teams up with seasons early. in that she needs to <laughs> not trust yeah. anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I'm excited for it. I am excited for it. All right. Uh, one last thing. AB, one of our loyal listeners just got engaged. Shout out to Lindsay Sinclair. Whoa. Congrats. congrats, Lindsay. Congrats, Lindsay. Thanks for listening. Lindsay and everyone means a lot. Means a lot when we you see these. I'll tell you what those us. Spotify numbers when they give you the numbers and the the word they're number one or number two or number three podcast that this this unbelievable. You you can't understand what that means to us folks. Yeah, genuinely, our friends don't like listening to us no. talk for <laughs> hours on end. Our family members don't like listening. To- means the world to us. So power rankings of people we like, it goes, you guys, my family members, my friends, in that order. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.